A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Greetings, listener dear! I'm Tom. <laughs> I'm Ben. And I am Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flatshare House Meeting. House Meeting! That's where the three of us sit down, chew the fat, put the world to right, and discuss whatever's going on in our brain. Exactly right. That is a very good description. Beautifully succinct description of the format. Very good, man. I have to remind myself sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we've recorded it, so it sort of doesn't really matter if we've got the format right or not. But uh, yeah, this is this is the show. A very, very fun chat. Small little bit of business. They're not on sale yet, but we're going to be doing some more uh, Flatshare Slamdowns in April. Uh, so Ooh, if you're if you're going to be around in, in April, around around town in April, April 3rd and uh, April 25th. So save those dates for your diary. Stick them in your diary now. Book early as well, because the last three, I think, have sold out. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Book early, book often. Uh, w- w- probably next week we'll have the uh, the ticket link for the shows, but I thought I'd give you the dates just so you had them had them in your diary, so you didn't book in something else. Uh, but yeah, that should be uh, should be happening very very soon. And of course, don't forget if you're a member of our Patreon, you can get discounted uh, tickets. Uh, Whoa! Uh, so yeah, thirty pounds off the price of your ticket. And an early bird, <laughs> yeah, an early bird uh, a ticket link and discounted tickets. I'm not going to say it's 30. I mean, 30 pounds, that's, that is not necessarily the amount. If you bought enough tickets, oh, okay. you can get 30 pounds off. Right, there you so go. So it's not, it's not untrue, what you've said there, but not 30 pounds per ticket. I you think could you get yourself buy... 30 pounds worth of discounts if you try hard oh, enough, basically. If you, if you, yeah, it's You'd all about percentages, which uh, I think we're going to talk about uh, in, uh, in this show. So get ready for that. Yes. Um, otherwise, also join the Patreon because we put out a bonus episode every week. There's a lovely community of online people who send in their messages. It's a whole show within itself that you'll discover. It once really you join is. The Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I can't recommend that enough. You get that for four pounds a month, which is a pound a week. Bit of maths there, uh, and that'll be coming up in the house meeting as well. And some months, you know, have five weeks in it, so you get a free week. And that's science. That's um, pure science, guys. <laughs> pure science and pure maths. Any other business to add before we get into this? I don't think so. Just enjoy yourself. Clarky, take us there. Guys, have a listen to this. I've had a thought. I've got an issue. I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. What temperature should we set the heat? House meeting. Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meaning? House meeting. I was a couple of minutes late for the record because I was struggling with my shoelaces. Oh no. I kind of figured it. Oh, <laughs> you haven't I... unlearned. Have you got one of those charts on the uh, on the wall that you, that you used to have when you were like a little kid where you're like, I can button up my buttons. I can do my laces up. I can brush my teeth. I'm about to have to teach my daughter how to do it. So it's the oh, time yeah. couldn't be worse. 
Do you do you feel having a little kid, Tom? Uh, and I think lots of people feel this way. Uh, having a little kid, you go, oh, all the stuff I don't know about, I can start again at the base level. I can right? gen I up can start, on that kind of stuff. Yeah, I can gen up on on like I I can you know. So I I think I think that you know oh, in fourteen years time, I'll suddenly get good at maths again because I'll basically have started maths again from when yes. from when she goes to school, and. I mean, get, sorry, get good at maths again. I was never good at maths. I was going to say, that's why I'm not having kids. I don't want to be bad at maths twice in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a second chance for you to be, like, able to do things. The timing of it is when you're en route to... Synodity. You know, you, well, yeah, sounds everything. You're going the other way, aren't you? Your yeah. second childhood. So they say you do maths twice in your career. Struggled, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I was good at maths, and then I yeah, you were, weren't you? You did I stopped level. being good at maths. Yeah, it's it's always bad. I think I, I guess because I'm just because I'm not good at it. Like I've started, um, you know, this is a, a real old man thing to start doing. I've started doing like a brain gym app every day. Oh, that's good. Sorry, and, I thought you were going to say shitting yourself. <laughs> no, I started doing that years ago. Never, never stopped. <laughs> I'm so bad at maths. I can't count the amount of times I've shit myself. Um, sorry, go on. So you've started in your brain gym. This is and what. This is our age. This is the age we're getting we to. We have yeah, to embrace doing, it. Doing the brain gym and uh, and it's it's so bad how slow I am at really simple divisions and percentages and. You know, because the percentage, like when they say, "What's the percentage of this?" It'll it will usually be, "What is the percentage of, uh, uh, you know, of a from a hundred of this?" Right. Yeah. What's se- what's so all you need to do is, <laughs> is is type seventeen and then press submit, and still I'm going. Am I definitely sure it's not thirty? It's just it's really. But if you if you could if you were going back if you could yes. time leap no no not time leap. I'm glad you said not timely because I don't know what time leaping is. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think. I don't want to, I don't want to be. Would you jerk yourself off? Is this. Well, I was trying to think is, it, is there a difference between time leaping and time travel? Yeah. It'll, it'll inevitably end up at that clock. Don't worry. Um, would you. Risty or nosh? No. Um, no. So, like, if yeah. you time, time leap or time travel, you go back and you yeah. can eradicate one of either math, science, or English from your education. And knowing now the life you've led. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hesitate on maths, would you? No, I'd get, I'd get rid you of science. You get rid of science. I never use science. I mean, I know obviously it's if you're a scientist, us. I'm always using science. Yeah, and the same with maths. It's all and, around us. But um, <laughs> but in terms of like you know, you fell into my trap. Why lime Can water's gone you? milky? I'm your science teacher, and I've been playing oh, the no. long game <laughs> to teach you this lesson. The vitally important lesson that science is all around us. Alas, it's come too late to save you for your GCSE results. <laughs> I'm not a very effective science teacher, but I am persistent. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, you know, practical, like, and we're talking about the absolute basics here. The practical basics of mathematics, um, I, I think I'd love, to, I'd love to have them. I'd love to be, like, my brother and my dad, they're both, you know, in fact, Pretty much everyone in my family, apart from me. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I don't have my other brother. <laughs> yeah, basically, I'm a thick member of the family. 
and they just have to deal with that. My my other family members are mental arithmetic. They're really quick with it. They're really good. I take ages. It's embarrassing, you know. Like if we all go out for dinner, yeah, but then you rinse them with your words, man. They're, they're also good at words. Just to numbers. <laughs> no, they are very good at words. Actually, are very eloquent. Your family. My family is the opposite because I was thinking about it and there's like my mother, my father, my sister and my brother. Everybody's got to be in there, a.k.a. lovers. It's really upsetting. They're big fans of Phantom Deck. Anyone anyone dying for that reference? No, <laughs> no, no, I didn't understand a word of that. I didn't know what was going on. Is this one of your science lessons? It was a quote from Watchers Wreck the Mic. I would say my brother, my, 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 my father, my brother, my sister, my, my mother, whatever you said there. Too generic to be a recognisable quote from a song. <laughs> what, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, everybody's got to be an AKA lover? It's iconic. I, yeah. Give us the I, motivation, we can cause a sensation. Anton Deck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't doubt. I don't doubt you're right. Uh, again, another thing I'd love to go back and learn from the ground up. Oh, that's the great... That, you know, Put that's it on the, the curriculum, guys. Sitting down with the kids and saying, listen, you know, it may not mean a lot to you now but this was all the rage when I was a youngster and putting God. on let's get ready to rumble and, you're not ready you know. for it but your grandparents are going to love it. <laughs> it if you could time track that's what I'd do much like the almanac in Back to the Future 2 I would put yes 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 I would invest heavily in Anton Deck well this is it isn't can it can you float are they on the stock can you can you buy well, shares in in, in Gallogate their company I wonder if you can I mean I, 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 I certainly think you could you could attach yourself to them, you know, and say, "Look, I know you guys are going." Grafted myself onto Ant's back. You're going to need science for that. You're going to need a basic. It's going to be Ant's and Deck and Tom. <laughs> when when Deck takes his shirt off, Tom's face is just coming out of his back, like and Tom Deck. Yeah, exactly. And Tom Deck. <laughs> Anton is Deck is uh, isn't he on uh, Strictly Come Dancing? <laughs> And I'm, that's the only bit of the rap that you see me for. They're, go, they're off, they're doing their stuff, and then suddenly they pop up their shirt, and I go, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. <laughs> and no one can ever hear the words because they're so busy screaming. Because they're screaming Whoa, and vomiting, yeah. yeah. fuck? Everybody's got to be an AKA lover. Shirt down. What was, what was AKA? That was their was kind it? of rap, because they were obviously PJ and Duncan, oh, AKA, AKA Anton Deck. So AKA was kind of the thing they were peddling to go by. Wow, right. It, I mean, music's loss was light entertainment's gain, wasn't it? Because if you know, if they well, kept music loss, they well, like they, they they then released the World Cup single when they're Anton Deck. We're on the yes, ball, but but that's if you're releasing a World Cup single, that doesn't mean you're firmly in the music world. You're, you're, you're you've got at least one foot in in light entertainment. <laughs> you're probably you're probably you know I mean? probably true. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the of the big World Cup singles. I mean, although you know some of them, Delamitri, pure the pure musical act. Delamitri, nothing like this talk about Delamitri. They take themselves too seriously. Oh, don't say that. That's like, not true. <laughs> well, it's a very think, sad I, song, isn't it? The Delamitri. Yeah, but it's, it's the got the Delamitri World Cup song. It, is it's, it's got a right. It's got a wry smile to it. It's not. I don't know you know, it. we're off to win. It's called. It's called. Don't come home too soon. Oh. And, um, and it's it's sort of going. Look, we know we're not going to win this World Cup, but let's but do our problem, best, guys. Ben probably does know that song, but he probably wasn't sure whether it was a World Cup song or not. Because it sounds a bit like someone singing to their dad who's about to go and work on an oil rig. 
don't, don't come home too soon. Yeah, Dad, I don't love it's you. Not a, it's not a good relationship. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's there's a there's a there's a lot going on in that song. You know, you don't get that with Fat Les. You know, England's Irie. Oh my God, that was great. First time Joe Strummer ever appeared on Top of the Pops, that was. Um, refused to go on on a point of principle when he was in The Clash. And then uh, for some reason, the <laughs> Keith Allen coaxed him on to Top of the Pops. For, for some reason. For some <laughs> reason, yeah. For some reason. Um, um, well, that's second childhood for you, you see. That was, that was Strummer going into the autumn of his years. You drop your yeah. morals, you forget how to tie your shoelaces, you end he up on top of the pops. wasn't able to tie his shoelaces, but he was able to get on top of the pops um, with his slip-ons. Um, his very comfy, cosy slip-ons he got out of the catalogue. Um, so, Parry, talk us through this um, this uh, inability to put your um, to, to, to sort out your shoelaces. What was, how was it manifesting itself? Were you forgetting how to tie them? Did you have to relace a pair of shoes? What was it's, happening? It's one particular set of shoelaces that are oh, problematic. Yeah. They're right. occasionally... They're not very easily. They're not easier than other laces, but I persevere with them. I've, I've grown. I've, I've formed a bond with them now, and now I feel like I'm not just going to replace them. But uh, it's, a, um, it's something to do with the makeup, the genetic makeup of the laces. I know that seems like I'm switching the burden away from me. Look, I don't know if you know this, guys, but I've got a GCSE in science, and it's to do with the genetic makeup of the laces. You're, you're uh, tying your shoes with, like, a double helix, like a DNA If I could get Higgs boson helix. <laughs> was it Higgs boson? Uh, you're asking don't the wrong Google people. It, don't Google it, Higgs We're going with it. I can't picture these laces. Are they too thick? Are they leather? Leather laces are a nightmare. They're like Adidas. It's they're just like a pair of gazelles, really. But th- there's something about these boys we- we've not got on, and they've broken. And I've tied them so there's like little knots along the oh, way. No. Like, no, just buy a, like, buy a new pair for the love of God's parry. I know, and they're they're slightly too thin. There's 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 a lot going on basically. But um, yeah, I, I feel like I don't want to quit on them now. I've got a pair of pair of uh, problematic laces at the moment. They're Adidas too. Oh, I've got a pair right. of problematic licenses. <laughs> they are Adidas too. Dun, dun, dun. Um, it's 2023. Why are we still struggling with laces? And don't, <laughs> I'm not going to reach for the towel debate. Don't, fear not, guys. But it is right there. <laughs> well, you know what? I think I there, there does get to a stage time. where you go like, I've got to go, I've got to switch to Velcro. You know? Slip, oh slip on slip on shoes or Velcro. It's it's mad Velcro didn't didn't really take off because come on. It, it's mad, yeah. Wait, wait, you're wait, a, wait, wait, hang on a sec. Right. Hang on, wait. Velcro didn't take off. <laughs> yeah, I'm a... backing him up on this. Thing, right? <laughs> wait, wait. I, this cannot Velcro's be not your thing argument. anymore. Man. It's mad that people aren't into Velcro. Velcro is all over the place. But but on shoes. Uh, you know how many how many shoes would you say percentage wise, Crosby? Percentage wise, great, you, great you, you know coming. this. How many okay. how many shoes do you think percentage wise? Walk into a shoe shop in my mind. Yeah, uh, get into great. that mind palace. I reckon twenty percent. What adult yeah. shoes? Twenty percent of adult shoes are uh, velcro. No, one, no one's no one said adult shoes. Wow, oh, here we go. You said I walk into a shoe shop. Continues. Okay, okay. The back third is going to be the back third is going to be, and again, this is maths. The back third is going to be the the kids section, and I reckon half of those are Velcro. Guys, do you know what I've heard that the back third's back? All right, <laughs> it's not all right, mate. Wait, wait. What right? was your what was your initial figure there, Crosby? I reckon you said twenty percent, uh, 
And then you said half of 30% of the shop is going to be Velcro. I think your percentages are off. I it. love that we've got into a maths question organically. <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've been hoisted What's by my own inability. What's half of 30% in a shop that's 20% worth of a palace? <laughs> And what's the genetic makeup of their laces, baby? I think a good evolution for this show, I'm going to call it a show. <laughs> okay, this pod, yeah, yeah. This pod that we do. Oh, yeah. Would be at least one expert who is on hand to see us right. We do need this, really, don't we? I think that's part of the reason why I'm struggling to sight my shoelaces. I just think we, we, we've gone unchallenged for too long. We need, yeah, we, we, yeah, exactly. That's it. But is it? Isn't this like Infinite Monkeys? Uh, not, not the podcast, but, but like <laughs> they're quite smart. At, at some yeah. point, we're just going to get got it lots right. Of experts on that show, too many. Yeah, but we're anything. we're not uh, we're not infinite. There's three of us. That's true. And uh, we've only been doing this. For, I mean, we've been doing it for a long time, but I don't think long enough that we're going to get everything right. As proved by uh, me trying to work out the percentage of uh, belt brochures <laughs> in the shoe shop. That's going to be, that will be out there somewhere though. In, in, I in, think in the future. right though, right? In that, CDs came along and took over, right? Is that what you, Everything you said? Everything was you said, CDs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Right. I think Clarky's right when he says that, yes, okay, Burger King have better burgers, but the chips. At McDonald's is are actually nicer. <laughs> so anyway, Karen Clocky. That is true. That is true. <laughs> and also, if I, like, uh, if you want, if you're, if you, you know, Burger King, crucially, you are spending a lot more money. Yeah. So you expect the burgers to be bigger and better. But anyway, yeah. So sorry, Clarky. And also, you have to basically just repeat what you. You have to cross the street as well to get to McDonald's outside Paddington, whereas Burger King's right there. It's just right it's there just in the station, in it. Platform seven. Got to get yeah. it. Oh, Got to get it. We really want to escalate it. Forget it, mate. Um, Velcro should have dominated proceedings and it hasn't right yeah I, I'd just say so home and wiped out shoelaces yeah like CDs did to cassette and then the next thing should have come along that would take out Velcro but cassette what clung yeah off. what that, it, 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 it is a good point because what is it about Velcro that we can't just accept it feels, you know, it feels like it should be the shoe of the future. We yeah, don't have I to think do any the of the no- hard work. I think work. it's the noise. I think Shit, if they could take out the noise of Velcro, then I think every, I think, I think that's what it is. I think if you want to put your shoes Velcro. on quietly and leave, does the noise put you on do. edge, or do you think it's just, it's just, it's just literally too? It's you can't, you can't. There's no stealth to. Yeah, there's no stealth to it, and and it's quite annoying. Uh, I, I think that's enough. And I think there is something somehow childish about the noise. If it was a more sophisticated noise, if when you ripped your Velcro off, it kind of went, ugh, or something like that, then it'd be like, well, that, that is, is a like very a, sophisticated noise. Mate, I think you stepped in dog shit. What do you think of that wine? He's so mm. sophisticated. Mm. I'll tell you what as well. Here's the thing. Velcro doesn't last as long as you think it does. It doesn't last that long. And it can get uh, it can get stuff in it. It can get kind of get worn down. Like I know because we, as obviously with kids, we've got a lot of Velcro stuff in our house. We've got Velcro bibs. And uh, Velcro bibs, they just don't, they just don't last. You know, the, the, the fasting at the back, it just starts to get worn away a little bit. 
And uh, I think that's the problem is with, with a pair of laces, as you say, Tom, when your lace breaks, you tie it up again, you can buy new laces. They're relatively inex- inexpensive when it comes to the sort of grand scale of how much shoes cost. So I think that's how it's, that's why they, they've stuck around is because they're, they're, they're replaceable. I hate to but sound like a dick. Oh, go on. Sorry. No, no you don't. Sorry. You mean I thrive on it? <laughs> Where's, magnets? Where's magnets in all this? <laughs> I, uh, I hate to say I was, I was right months ago, but why aren't we all wearing magnetic shoes? This is an interesting question, actually, Tom. Thank you, Clarkie. Is it because they can attract uh, unwanted things? But then imagine this. You're walking down the road, you get to the end of your journey, and you're like, oh, my, my, my magnet shoes just picked up a quid. Get yourself a pair of, you could, they could be called magpies because you've got mag for oh. magnet and they also attract stuff. Magpies. And they could be the colour of pies. They look like pies, right? They're two big pucker pies. They're filmed yeah. with a warm and creamy uh, chicken and mushroom filling. Oh, lovely to slip on. From the shape, they'd probably look like pasties. They maybe. look like pasties, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they look like, they look, look like the pasties that you get from the, um, uh, from the train station. Uh, and as you pasties, walk yeah, down the street. It's just right there could be mag pasties yeah yeah as you walk down the street all like bits of bits of metal and stuff uh, attract so at the end of the day you shake off your shoes you go what's my haul for the day the shoes of the gentleman thief mag pasties (laughs) (laughs) it's right there it sells itself adidas are getting rid of all of kanye's like they're they're struggling because they're stuck with all of kanye's weird shoes aren't they yeah yeah we could take those and quite easily convert them into... They're not far off looking like pasties. <laughs> it's true. Kind of like weird blobs, aren't they? Yeah. Repurposed Yeezys, yeah. Repurposed Yeezys. Mag pasties. Crucially by, by uh, three people who have got... I mean, I'm not going to say entirely unproblematic views, but less less problematic than, than Kanye. Yeah. Right? Yeah, when I say I don't want to be a dick, but you don't clench quite as much as you do when... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If anything, I relax. The next thing you're going to say is probably a lyric from for Anton Deck rather than you know something out, outwardly anti-Semitic. Yes, I think that's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. That's fair. To my credit, to my credit, to your eternal credit, Tom. To, <laughs> to your my eternal, eternal credit. credit, I do always err on the side of Anton Deck lyrics over anti-Semitism. <laughs> but then you you know you never wrote uh, the Jesus album, so you know little from column A, little from column B. There's, there's there's pluses and minuses on both sides. I don't know what the fuss is about with that guy. I'm going to say it right now. I think his music's uh, fine. I I well, he certainly makes a he makes a lot of music, uh, and go. some of it's some of it's not great, but loads of it is absolutely top level amazing. But again, he's, go, I mean, he's with, no Anton Deck. Fine, and his shoes. I'm looking at them right now. I'm going to say <laughs> below fine. Oh, Tom, yeah. I, I forgot to say Kanye West is here as well. Oh no, he's uh, at Rexpert. He's Tom's got though. Kanye West in his shed, and uh, we should have got Kanye West in my sights. I can tell you that for nothing. I'm taking take the big dog down. down. I think he's. I think he's done a pretty good job of that <laughs> <Yeah>. himself. <laughs> These I shoes. Need, I think care. if anything, he's loosened the lid of the jam jar. <laughs> I don't think you need. You don't need to pop, to pop it off. <laughs> There's, there's got to be in like 50 years time or something they'll look back and be like the people who were in the room when he was pitching what the shoes the shoes those shoes people will be like yeah we uh, we were a bit 
blinded by his force of personality there, actually. They'll definitely appear on whatever the sort of like the 20, 35 equivalent of BuzzFeed, uh, BuzzFeed lists are of like, yeah. you know, if you remember these, if you owned a pair of these, that kind of thing. They'll be our sort of global hypercolour slap bracelets. Yeah, except but the science much, much behind global hypercolour is was compelling at the time. Well, wow. oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, break it down for us, please, scientist Tom. Yeah, I think it was a lot to do with um, temperature. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Interesting. And, you know what? We don't need an expert. We've so got for, one the, in uh, house. For, the, for the listeners who are young enough to not remember Global Hypercolor, they were a, a T-shirt you would wear that looked a little bit like a sort of tie-dye T-shirt, but crucially they would change, uh, change colour uh as as your body warmed up so they would start to change color around the armpits so you might be wearing a, like a, a yellow t-shirt and you'd have dark orange armpits i mean i have that anyway with all my t-shirts <laughs> which is yeah which is it every day is a global hypercolor day with clark <laughs> clarky of course famous for wearing his uh global hypercolor wife fronts and you can really they left very little to the imagination when he got going there were wife fronts and wife backs by the end <laughs> The Clarky Y range. As in, why are you wearing that? Simply, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? House meeting. Can I get this pizza delivered to the meeting? House meeting. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're a shoe designer, you're working at Adidas, they make some of the, you know, most iconic, amazing shoe designs in the history With of terrible trainers. laces. And you come out of like three days with Kanye West and you must have gone home to your, your partner and gone, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> We're out of the room and I'm looking at it. Oh, 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 oh he, okay. He, he he wore us down, I think, on, do you, on, that, on that design. <laughs> do you think there, there's an Emperor's New Clothes aspect to them? I'd rather oh, I think absolutely. Go the Zola Bird approach. Sure. <laughs> Where there's no shoes at all. It's meant to be very good for you, you know, like running shoeless, but I just can't imagine it's very good running oh, through no. London. <laughs> yeah. I once I once saw Eddie Izzard and yeah. she was running through London barefoot. She was training when she, just before she did all her, her marathons. And uh, I thought you just, like, if I was going to do some training, and I appreciate that she was running a lot of marathons over lots of different terrains. You've got to try everything, but a Soho of an evening of barefoot yeah, you know I mean, tough. I'm surprised she's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Well, what you didn't oh, see man. was the two strips of magnets that she had on the soles of her. 
It all went well, to yeah, charity, you know of course. It all I, went to charity. I was, I was drinking outside an old tavern with a pewter mug and I like straight away got looked across. <laughs> it was attached Threw to his, his face like his a his ankle. runner and carried on. It's hard. Bring back my flagon of ale. <laughs> Just flicked two fingers up at me. Had a swig. I've done that. Um, what? Stolen your pint. No, no, I've done yes, that. Yes, you I, um, have, yeah. I was injured in marathon training and resorted to running barefoot for a week to... Uh, to power through. Help. Oh, wait, did, on the road? Help. Yeah. Whoa. Through the... Uh, through the I, was, I was in Wales at the time, and, uh, and it was kind of through the kind of country lanes. Can I just say what we're all thinking? Tough guy, tough guy, he's a tough guy. Got tough little feet because he's a tough guy. Is that one of Antonex's? Yeah, Santa Yeah, yeah it's PJ and Duncan, aka. <laughs> they were with me, obviously, because I'm attached to the grafted dance chest. Was it? Was it cold? Was it um, painful? Did you have to remove anything from your feet when you got home? Uh, it was cold. It wasn't painful. That's because, because it was cold, maybe. So you, you kind of got quite numb quite yeah. quickly. Um, and uh, and then just the odd little stone. But then ultimately, I and, and like because there is a there is a massive kind of running movement of running barefoot. There's been like yeah, yeah, yeah. On it. There's a tribe in South America that are the best distance runners in the world who all run barefoot, and so it's kind of like what can we learn from them? And there's a big theory that Nike are responsible for damaging everyone's ability. The way the kind of the, the, there's like a there's the quite extreme theory. This is interesting. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because of in order to sell shoes, like they've they invented all the thing of a spongy heel and all this technology yeah. stuff. When actually, the, the flatter, the more contoured to the foot it should yeah. be. And genetically, you're designed to run barefoot, and so anything that impedes that affects the rest of your body. So we're talking about the genetic makeup of actual feet now, not just shoes. So it's. Science. It's moved into science. It's we're, we're wow. back on science again. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. But there's good. But there's good books about it. Uh, Did you? Uh, were you tempted? Like once the injury was over, were you tempted to sort of make this a you know a regular thing? You're going to go for one of your barefoot runs. Yeah. I mean, I looked into. You can buy shoes that kind of effectively are bare. They they kind of protect your soul, but that's all they do, so that you can run as close to barefoot as possible. They're kind of like those shoes that have like toes in them and stuff like that. Like climbers sometimes wear the. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I know those ones. Yeah. I was of those for a good while. I've seen people oh, running could... in the little, yeah, the little foot yeah, gloves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. little yeah. foot gloves exactly. And I was, <laughs> I was right. I, yeah. It's not about how good it makes you feel physically. It's about how good it makes you feel mentally. Isn't it? Those, those <laughs> shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is an element, and I, t- uh, yeah, I totally get it. But you go, oh. In in the same way that when you see, I, I'd, be, I'd be telling the exact same story if I'd seen Eddie Izzard, um running with the little foot <laughs> the toe shoes. It's as remarkable, yeah. the foot gloves, I, as it yeah. is. I tell yeah. you what as well, yeah. the foot gloves, more often than not, Velcro. Yeah. I'd say that, that is the one type of shoe is always Velcro. Yeah, there's no laces on one of those. Vibram five fingers there, the boys. That's what we're talking five, about. Five fingers. Yeah. Because I've got a bad foot. Well. Yeah, it's just, it's just, you've got a bad body, haven't you, Clark? I do have a bad body, yeah, I do. Have not, a- not, you haven't got a bad physique. You've got a gorgeous physique. Oh, but, thank you. But below the skin, 
Everything's falling apart. In the bones. The skin the hides joints. a multitude of sins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, let, let's let's uh, let's let's move on from talking about. Um, uh, well, actually, no, this is this is sort of on on, on topic of, of of being old. Oh, yeah. uh, I wanted to, I wanted to give my kids a, a treat the other day. I saw that um, you know that it's very big at the moment. These immersive experiences, they'll often do like the Van Gogh uh, or the uh, Frida Kahlo immersive experience where you oh, yeah, well, walk into. They chop your ear off as you go in. <laughs> Absolutely right. Drop your ear off. Chicken on a brow on you and yeah. say off you go, mate. Off you go, bud. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, um, the, yeah. The, the Van Gogh uh, experience—you just wait for a starry night and just look up. That's it. Oh, nothing else. Okay. It's utterly immersive. Well, um, you're in a gutter, of course, while you're doing it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. It's the Oscar Wilde experience as well. But uh, the, the, the so they were doing an immersive experience. I, I was always thinking I'll take the kids. I think they might they might enjoy it. But I've never got round to it. And then I saw the immersive experience of Disney. And I thought that's right. a bit more our level, right? I'm not trying to have to, you know. The, my kids are very little; they're, they're really into to Disney, and uh, uh, each room is different characters. But but specifically, there's one room which is an immersive experience where you can see through sort of a series of animations on the walls, Mickey, Pluto, Goofy, uh, Donald, and all of Mickey's pals like playing together. And I was like, right, that for Cleo is an absolute dream. She's obsessed with Mickey and his pals. She loves loves that gang. Um, uh, I'll, I'll I'll sign up. So I go to the website. And it says, "Oh, you, it's only available for people who are H and M, the shop members." And so what? I go, "All right, fine." Occasionally, I'll buy a pair of socks from H and M. So yeah, I'll, I'll become a member of H and M. It's free to become a member. Hang on, you have to be a member of H and M to go to the Disney Experience. Does the M in H and M stand for Mickey? It says for Mickey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And the um, H stands for Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Aladdin and Mickey. That's right. Aladdin so, and Mickey, yeah. So I went to aladdinandmickey.co.uk and uh, I went went through the process and I signed up and I got sent my code and then I went back onto the uh, the Disney uh, experience and then I uh, so started clicking through to get tickets and work. It was only on for like it's only on for a really short amount of time uh, before it moves elsewhere in the elsewhere in the world. I think it's off to off to Germany next. So it's like great, brilliant. There's still some tickets available. And then as I was going to uh, book the tickets, it said, uh, "Warning: This is an 18 plus event." What? What? What is my question? Right? This is for 18 people who are 18 plus. What are they doing in there? What's what going this, on? What is this playing together they're doing? Yeah, exactly. Because like, what? Right, and, and I, I'm not going to be one of these people who's like, if you go to Disneyland and you're in your in your uh, and you're an adult on your own and you've not got kids, you're a saddo. Of course not. I've gone been to many many theme parks and fun fairs and stuff as an adult and had a really really good time. But kids are in my head. It's not for me specifically. Yeah, it's for kids and families. Uh, what's what's going on there? What's happening that an, a, an event like that is You've got to be an adult to go. Is it like the because is there, there's like a secret club in in Disney World? Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. a mem- like, like a secret, members bar a, that's a like secret bar, yeah, that's yeah. like the most exclusive bar in the world or something like that. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, is it like that? I don't think so. I don't think the most exclusive <laughs> club in the world is the H and M Members Club. <laughs> I don't think getting. I can't believe you managed to get into that. Club. Getting thirty percent off onesies 
that also gets you into the most exclusive club in the world. I just I, I, I can't know, get I my head around that. That's absolute I madness. I, I can't work it out. If only there I was like don't... a scientist nearby who could like talk us through it. Okay, guys, it's biology, oh, and okay. the answer is oh. Disney sex party. <laughs> okay, and there we lesson, go. everybody. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up, mate. Because it's been driving me up the wall. Put your minis away. You have you still got those tickets? Yeah, of course, of course. Hey, H and M, S and M, more like <laughs> Cinderella and Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I thought you were going to say Saladin. <laughs> Saladin and Mickey. Um, surely you've got to go purely in a journalistic sense so you can report back. What Maybe were the I price? Should. What were the price of the tickets? I don't know. Like not not hugely expensive in the grand scheme of things, but I think about sort of twenty quid, maybe. So like not not cheap, but something like that. We about need to know. We need to know. Eight, an, 18, an 18 plus event. Could you put your yeah. kids one on top of the other in a coat? I mean, I do that anyway. <laughs> just for fun. Just so you've got um, someone to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'd be much, much taller than me if I did that. So that's no good. <laughs> I'm hoping they're not going to grow much taller than they are at the moment. Yeah, I just, I just can't work out why, you know, like, I, I appreciate Disney's for everybody, but Mickey and Friends. Who are these, like... Who are these you know who his friends are, though. His friends, friends? are, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, I know, you know. Saladin. <laughs> it's it's Saladin. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> I was just trying to think of inappropriate people that Mickey would be uh, friends with. Can I? But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the problem is an 18, it's not an 18 plus event. That's not the problem with Kanye. It's not that he's like a bit, he's not too hot for TV, Clarky. <laughs> he's not nude, rude and totally lewd. I'd love it if that was the title of his next album. House <laughs> meeting. The socks only useful for putting your feet in. House meeting. In Mickey's defence, he is kind of like, he's old now, isn't he? So maybe he's sick of <laughs> just hanging around with kids. <laughs> maybe he wants a whiskey and cigar and talk about the old times. Do you think it's good? Because he was because he was born in 1933. Yeah. So he'd be like, come and pull up a seat. Oh, it was different back then, wasn't it? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, it's like an audience with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, like the tour that Danny Baker's doing at the moment, where he goes tells his anecdotes about meeting Rick Waitman from Yes. We go. Pacino's the, what... back. Pacino's back in the country in a. And um, do you think you can go and see Pacino? You can go see Pacino live. I watched the trailer for it the other day, and it it seemed a bit bleak. It was like in a marquee, and you queue up to get your free glass of champagne, and then right. you sit down at a table. It looks like a, it looked like a wedding reception. And he but goes from Pacino table to table and out. says, "Thanks for coming." I think so. And then he and then he sits on the stage and and talks a lot. So it's like that's the bit that I'd like, but it was, the setting made it feel sl- slightly bleak. Right? Yeah. We'll just get there twenty minutes late. Just go straight to the table. Just, just wait till you Tim see Clark him walking in, and then you walk in as well. <laughs> That's what I do for all the weddings I go to. Just wait, wait for the speeches to kick in, and then arrive. Buy your own bottle of champagne, drink it in the car park. Yeah, get there for the, get there for the speeches. I imagine Pacino's doing a similar thing. 
How how long do you think you could hold court for an evening with yourself? Like if that event was going on, like and it's a time like, traveler's wife thing again. Like an evening with Clarky. Like, how confident are you? Like, the organisers go, okay, so, you know, we'll ask you questions about your career. You can give some advice. You can, you know, whatever. They're paying, to, you know, 30 quid a ticket. They get a free glass of champagne. How long do you think we should put down what the, you know... what? This is what, instantly, you know? this is instantly making me sweat. I hate the thought of this. I've, I've, I've Y-backed my pants here. <laughs> if they pay 30 quid, let's, let's think about it, right? So, if a glass of champagne, you know... If it's proper champagne, you might be talking 15 quid a glass, you know. Uh, so, right, straight away, you're off the hook for half the ticket price. <laughs> this 50%. Is good. That, I'm my percentages. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. See, the mental matters. It's, it's, it is working. If you get yourself a top celebrity uh, a, a top celebrity guest to chat to you, right? You yeah. Know, then already people are going... Um, why are uh, we hearing about that guy? Yeah, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't. That's the problem. Be, that trap. It's got to be somebody who is uh, in the same sphere as you. If you bring out Bradley Cooper, then suddenly it's an evening with Bradley Cooper. Yeah, good point. Good point. So someone a little bit lower than Bradley Cooper, but uh, but around around kind of Clarky's level. So we're talking about Clarky. It's Clarky being interviewed by the two of us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's it's the two of us interviewing Clarky, and we're charging thirty quid a ticket. But you do get a glass of champagne. I reckon the thing with it is we'd have to like we know a lot of Clarky stories, but Clarky, <laughs> crucially, you don't know a lot of your stories. <laughs> no. Yeah. So very it true. would be you'd have to actually pay the thirty quid because you'd be getting as much of a good show as anybody else. <laughs> Because it would be us going, did remember what? You did this thing, and you'll say, what? No, I don't remember that. And then we, we'd have to tell the story to you. But I reckon I reckon we could do 45 minutes, comfortably. On how, long's Pacino, how long's Pacino doing? We could do an, I reckon we could do an hour an hour on, uh, on Clarky. Yeah, but I, I think that is the fundamental shift, isn't it? Talking about someone else. But the, like Pacino's, Pacino's doing himself, and he? It's an evening with. <laughs> that he's organising, he's booked, or like, you know, he's, he's, he's gone along with. Yeah, you got it. It's about it's you talking about you. Is the because I'm the same. I I don't. I I'm always quite surprised and delighted to, to hear stories about myself because I go, oh, yeah, I'd completely forgotten that. Yeah, that does so sound I, like me. Yeah, you go like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh, that was yeah, that was funny. Oh, that was good. Or oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> different time um, so but you kind of go like I look everyone was wearing those kind of shoes right everyone loved it right? <laughs> it, was, uh, it was all the rage it was all the rage um, so I just think it's you yourself knowing what you could do do you, fa- do you fancy getting to an hour oh, I reckon st- stories from my life for an hour I mean I yeah. could I, I think I could do it I reckon I could do it but you, you know that it's it's really very much in the in the audience's hands, isn't it? It's like, is there an audience for it? I would say crucially no. Yes, I think the glass of champagne is doing a lot of work. 
The glass of champagne, yeah. You'd, yeah. you'd expect the glass. Of, I, I, I think I'm actually, like, I, I would, just before the show, I would panic and I would run out and I would uh, go and buy uh, several punnets of raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> to pop them into the glass of champagne. To be like, so people going, oh, this is a bit nice, isn't it? That's got to be a really good glass of champagne. It's going to yeah. be a good glass of champagne. My, my show would be called uh, A Sentence with Ben and Two, two Glasses of Champagne. Yeah. Mine would just be called Pint of Wine? <laughs> Question mark? Pint of Wine. Pint, Pint of Wine. wine I'd go to that bar. Pint of Wine. And four, yeah. Pint of Wine and 40 Minutes with Parry. That doesn't sound like a bad... That doesn't sound like a bad evening, does it? No, no, exactly. No, I mean, I've done it many times. What? <laughs> <laughs> Even when we're not drinking, you just do it before you meet me, don't you? <laughs> Make it bearable. <laughs> you always just think my my teeth are that colour, don't you? <laughs> when are you doing it, Parry? And what, like, what time of the evening are you doing it for, for the pint of wine? Because you, you can't do a matinee of pint of wine, can you? Exeter Cricket Club, 5pm on a Sunday afternoon. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful, yeah. That's great. I, th- I, I would, I'd, I'd love that. Yeah, pint of wine with Parry, great. And there's a raffle. Oh, <laughs> yes. There's a raffle of um, souvenirs uh, from my career and life. That's great. Are you DJing afterwards? You playing so- the songs? The yeah, there you go. That's years? It. Yeah, that's it. Let's Peter K. That, 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 that's how. <laughs> this is it, Clarky. Because you have to think about how you can extend what you can give, right? Yeah. Right. So look, your chat might be. Brief, <laughs> then sing as a bloody song, mate. Pick a nice Whack long song. A song. Yeah, pick a nice long song and sing it, mate. It's oh, American not Pie a dry twice eye in the house. <laughs> A slowed down version of American Pie. <laughs> With the the first line changed. isn't a long, long time ago. The first line is a long, 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 long time ago. When my mother was in labour. It was in a hospital oh, in Wolverhampton. I was born from my mother's womb was torn, and I thought that one day I'd be a sketch comedian. <laughs> and then on, on you go into the. <laughs> in two thousand and five, we thought about Edinburgh, and then and it's your whole, you know. So you've actually done a little bit of chat, and then your life story to American Pie. You've done the same show twice, basically. Yeah, but once, that's the, you've done you've done the show and then the musical. Hey, the musical, yeah. Is there a, and and then Hamilton style rap of it as well? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm happy to do it. Get Anton Deck out, lift their shirt up, in I come. <laughs> His name was Benedict. Oh, David Clark. He wasn't bright, but he had a spark for music. Oh, I'm telling you true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you'd have to, Anton Deck would be expensive, I guess, but it, you need them there if you want me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although what you don't really want is someone says, "How was the show last night?" and someone and the other person goes, well, "You know, well, Anton Deck were there." <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't mind that. Bags I- on their heads. <laughs> <laughs> ba- 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 Which one bags. are you grafted to? <laughs> deck. He's grafted to Deck's back. So why is, does that need to be there? <laughs> we just we just try to keep him safe. Eyes <laughs> oh, on Ant, everyone. Eyes oh, on Ant. That's our motto. That's one of Dex's motto. <laughs> I'm grafted to Dex's chest. Get me out of here. That's my autobiography. 
that's the title. That's the evening with Tom Parry. <laughs> it would be a bizarre show, though, wouldn't it? If you go, you you walk into the theatre, you sit down, the lights come up, the curtains open, and on stage is Deck, and you like a big round of applause, obviously. But then he unbuttons his shirt, opens it up. You talk for 40 minutes, then you do a rap, then he closes his shirt and he walks off the stage silently and people are like, oh, well, that's not what I expected that show to be. For well, the first I loved 30 it. Seconds. Loved the it. reviews are in. Not what I expected it to be. <laughs> Deck is kind of like Thanks a, a pint of wine type figure. Yeah, it's like... He's a... <laughs> well, you're Krang. You're Krang. Deck, yeah. is like, Deck is like yeah. whatever the dude was who Krang was operating. It, you are right, Ben. It does make it awkward for Ant. Because <laughs> it's awkward enough for Deck, but at least I'm grafted to his chest. <laughs> uh, yeah, tricky, tricky times. But nevertheless, thirty quid and a, and a free pint of wine. Can't complain. Crosby, I fancy your chances. I fancy your chances at. Um, you know, celebrity anecdotes and uh, and then, you know, maybe a meet and greet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd start and uh, I'd say, um, I'll tell you what, nice shoes you're wearing, mate. It's the bloke of the, bloke of the front row. I remember <laughs> someone not wearing shoes. I was in Soho. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there she went, and off you go. Just you know, yeah. it would it would all be like like memories flowing from uh, different clothing items. Audience members' the, uh, clothing. Audience. Yeah, yes, yes, nice. I'd have to have a lot of plants in the audience wearing like memories oh. about plants. Yeah, yeah, Robert Plant. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me when I went and saw a page of plant. What is the champagne just being poured into the soil? There's a geranium with a cummerbund on. <laughs> <laughs> For the memory. <laughs> Of Benedict Cumberbund. <laughs> and by Benedict Cumberbund, I mean Clarky. Uh, <laughs> Clarky starts sweating profusely. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't bring now, me now, Clarky, there's someone in the audience eating an American pie. Get out of here. <laughs> long, long time ago, my mom went into labour. <laughs> Well, maybe we team up, make it a three-act show. I tell you what, why don't we put on a show together? That's a good idea. (laughs) I reckon if the three of us got on a stage, we might have something. It's going to take a little bit of work. But I reckon we should try it. Who's in? Uh, Go on, Is having subtitles on a foreign film cheating? House meeting! Well, there you go. Another day, another house meeting. House meeting! (laughs) (laughs) It was a lovely time. um, I'm I'm almost inspired by that to go back to school. Yeah, I feel like we all should. Because uh, there's no hope for us, really, if we don't. Um, what, What subject would you be like? Would you think I'd still be good at that? History. Oh, still? History. I'd love to go back and do history. Yeah, and you think you'd still if you if you were to sort of uh, start GCSE history now, you'd be able to. I always had the attitude: been off geography, love history, and that was like just trust. That was from my gut, and I still feel that way now. I just I think geography can do one. 
I, I'd, I'd really like to know geography now, but I'd also like that's, to know history. See, you're the yin to my yang. Yeah, that's why we need. That's why we need each other. What are you doing? What are you doing, Crosby? We've got geography and history covered. Um, Re, I'd like, to, <laughs> I'd like to do. I'd like to go back and reset my theology A level. Yeah, because uh, I think I could bump it up from a C. I reckon I could. I, I, I reckon I could get. I could get an A in theology right. A level if I Oof. tried now. Matthew, the C stood for Christ. <laughs> but the A stands for it's, Aladdin. It's certainly what I said. It's certainly what I said when I read the results. Uh, and then I went, oh, Christ! Right. Okay. Well, none of the uh, universities I wanted to get into, I'll be going to. You know what the C stood for? Canterbury. <laughs> Can't take the C out of Canterbury. Everybody there got the C. I remember saying to uh, I remember saying to my uh, my uh, head of sixth form, could the C stand for Cambridge? And he's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the C stands for can you fuck off out my office now, please? <laughs> and go I told to you this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham, Corsham team. team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Will you please be upstanding for the Patreon neighborhood watch roll call? Here comes Manon Phillips. <laughs> what you gonna do? Hang out with me and drink some Stella? Oh! You really changed the rules. You really changed the rules. Oh, uh, let me tell you now, I'm dancing just like this because I have got a, a pain uh, in my lower back. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, I've changed the rules as well, apparently. <laughs> just complaining about my aches and pains. Right, okay. Oh, let me do that dance, the one that makes me itch. And Ooh. when I do that dance, I always see my friend Rich. Well, come at me now. Let's have a dance battle with my friend here, Matthew Rattle. Well, I've got a rash. They think it's a fungal infection. <laughs> I thought it was eczema. Been moisturising it to my distress. Oh no! Well, I said that to my friend S.T. Brennan, and now I'm using antifungal cream. It's getting better. Yo, yo. <laughs> Oh, I like to dance. I dance until it hurts. And then, uh, okay, oh, I like to dance. I mean, so it's not great. Can I get a rewind? Oh, when I do my dance, I put on my fancy skirts and then I dance around with my good friend Gallahertz. Well, I've been doing so much dancing, it's starting to make me farty. Oh, please, take a second and listen to my friend Chris Carty. The I'll dentist said that Chris. I had gingivitis. I've not been brushing my gums right, and that has caused a problem. I told <laughs> that to Nick Hill, and she was very understanding. Oh, he was too, I do not know, but I'm going back to the dentist in three.
three months time for the feeling. Oh, when I dance, it makes me ache in my bones. But then I get a boost from that chipper, Martin Jones. That concludes today's patron neighborhood watch roll call. Watch sorry about where all your you're ailments, Tom. Pardon? <laughs> sorry, sorry about all your ailments, by the way, man. <laughs> part of life <laughs> mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market